I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Millennials Podcast. I am Smith. I'm Seth. And that's the voice that makes you most Marcus. Boys, I heard we have a new fan, and this fan has let us know they are hungry for new episodes, so we're here doing it for them. Yeah. Is this real, or are you just making this up? This is, this is, when have I ever lied about anything <laughs> in my entire life, Seth? Well, I mean... Asking that question almost constitutes a lie, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it's very real, Seth. I'm not joking. Wow. To get a new fan. Well, hello, new fan. Indeed. Uh, yes. Hello. Yeah. So, boys, it's not been great over the past two weeks. We 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 we, we knock off for two weeks and everything goes to hell. You know. That's yeah. How it is. It's statistically accurate that when the millennials are recording, the world's actually a little bit better. I think we also took a break the week that the that. Russia invaded Ukraine. We did. So, <laughs> shit. I think that as long as we're always recording episodes, the world will be only a normal amount of shitty. Yeah, and also, let's not forget that before that invasion happened, I kept saying it wouldn't happen. That's so true. That's a big big L for me. <laughs> I'm going to refrain from predicting things in the future. <laughs> yeah, Actually, you know what? Hold on. Let me say this. What, you know what won't happen? What definitely won't happen is Uh-oh. the Supreme Court definitely won't blow up. That won't happen. Oh. That's that's definitely will not occur. Do you mean literally that's or figuratively or both? You take it as you will, NSA. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about a drama bomb, Seth. Oh, oh man. Shit. It's going to come out. Some, some Me Too shit will happen or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't already. I mean, it did. Like Clarence Thomas I mean, it happened, and Kavanaugh yeah. and all those people. Uh, didn't Scalia do some fucked up stuff? Besides the, all the he other was, fucked up stuff he did? <laughs> I mean, just being Scalia, yeah, pretty yeah. much qualifies. Um, um, so yeah, we're talking about, I guess, the fact that the Supreme Court is going to uh, going to ban abortion, or at least it's going to make abortion no longer federally legal anymore. Yeah, so then it'll be up to good old states' rights to figure that problem out. Terrible! I hate states' rights. Yeah. We fought a war over this, I believe. They yeah. tried to do something they wanted to do. I can't remember what it was exactly. They, 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 were, they, they, they wanted to do something really bad, and we didn't want them to do it anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it was slavery. Oh, shit. Oh, the S yes. word. <laughs> He's right, folks. Um, so this was not an official opinion yet. It was leaked. And that is what people are mad about right now in the media is the fact that it was leaked. This is a betrayal of our trust. In our institution, yeah, they're treating it. They're treating it like it's like Marvel movie spoilers. <laughs> like <laughs> this, like sure, it leaked, but like these are like important things people should probably be like. As soon as it can be leaked, is that's when it should be public knowledge. That's when we should be right figuring these things out. Why are people so pissed that it got? Oh, it got leaked. Oh no, now people know the truth. What difference does it make if we know it now or two weeks from now? Well, because the, the, the vote isn't technically official yet. So oh. I guess they're thinking that someone could be pressured into changing their vote. Fuck no, they won't be pressured into doing anything. That won't happen. Well, maybe they will be. I guess that's the I guess that is the best case scenario, is that this would actually change someone's mind. Well they're current now they're currently everyone is mad because there was protests outside of Kavanaugh's house. Yeah. Um People showed up to yell at his house, which is not going to accomplish anything. But they're like, how dare you protest in front of this man's house? How dare you hold folks to account for their actions? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I mean, you ran, you, you were, you're part of a public office, you know, like you were appointed by the president. 
your details are out there. I'm not saying it's always going to be called for, but that's that's part of the fucking the job, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. It is called for. Your address should be public, and we should all have keys to your house. We'd be able to come <laughs> now that. Want. <laughs> yeah, in fact, it'll be easy. Actually. We have like a fucking app. You can just go to their house, put your phone on the door, and then boom, you're in. <laughs> in fact, you should live in a literal glass house. We can all look inside and see what you're doing when you're in office. Mm-hmm. What's happening in there? God, you know, I'm that's curious. That's a great idea. Just walk into Justice Kavanaugh's like house in the middle of the night, punch him awake. Like, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> go back to my sleep. Fing- <laughs> my finger slipped. <laughs> you should walk in and just be like, "What's in your fridge, huh?" Meet some of those fucking Cheerios. You know, this belongs. This is the public Cheerios. All right. You you know whose house I want to go to? Fucking Nancy Pelosi's. I want to take all her ice cream. All the fucking. She ice doesn't. Cream. She doesn't fucking deserve it. Marcus shows up with a forklift, just takes the whole extra freezer out. He's like, nope. Bitch. This is the people's now. <laughs> I'm I am dead ass serious. You should be allowed to bother people who are who are representing you in some capacity. You sh- maybe not as extreme as what I'm saying. But they they should expect you to come to them and be like, fuck you. What are you doing? Yeah. But they're, they're not elected, right? The Supreme Court isn't elected. They're they're appointed to their positions. They, we don't have any say over who's on the Supreme Court, really, at all. Yeah, that's the most fucked up thing is we've talked about it before. This should not be some like appointed position and two term limits, term limits, term limits, term limits. I hate the argument that term limits would cause judges or justices to change their opinions based on what people want. It's like, oh, wow, (laughs) weird, right? How the only thing that keeps anybody even an ounce accountable is the fact that they have to be voted for. Hmm. Mm. Weird. Yeah, I think that we should. Uh, I mean, just, just all. What I think basically is the Supreme Court shouldn't exist. Their function is yeah. useless. Um. Or we should be allowed to pack that motherfucker like 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 a FDR wanted to do. Uh. Because eventually we should just pack it so much that everyone's Supreme Court justice. We all just vote on the cases. Oh, yeah. that's fucking that's what should happen. I'll tell you, what if there was one million people in the Supreme Court? <laughs> there should be one million people in Congress, if you ask me. Yeah. Should, we should be that fucking big. Because fuck this whole, like, there's like how many of them? 538 or some shit people? Or 600 motherfuckers? Yeah. No way. Uh-uh. More than that. It's gotta be. Yeah. There's, there's, there's what? 300 million Americans now? Like, it's crazy. And then there's the, the senators, only two per state. Come on. 6,000 per state. <laughs> the Senate shouldn't even exist. Well, what yeah. is the point of the Senate, right? Like, what does it do? Yeah. It just it just fucks things. It, it makes it so that states like fucking Nebraska have as much say as a state like New York, you know? Yeah. Or even Georgia, you know? Like, we're a fucking big-ass state. Why should we have the same amount of votes as fucking North Carolina or North Dakota on some shit, you know? Yeah. But that's what the house is for. Sense. But it's also like sometimes I feel like we put all these systems in place just to make things harder, which obviously they did. Well, the fucking framers, of the Constitution literally said that the Senate is the cooling tray or whatever of legislation, so that if the hot-blooded masses get too much, you know, too excited about some shit in the lower house, the upper house can shut all that down. You know, yeah, and, and give it time mm-hmm. to breathe. Just like the electoral college. Yeah. Look, I, it's, I think that what's, what happened is, it, it's so funny, because the French Revolution happened after our revolution. Uh, well, the, 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 yeah. And in that revolution, it was so funny. There was one night where everyone just lost their goddamn minds and has voted away all their all their upper class rights. Like, one dude stood up and was like, hey, the nobility, or sorry, sorry, he said, the clergy shouldn't be allowed to collect uh, tithes from us uh, legally. We should be uh, voluntarily give them away. And the clergy was like, everyone voted in favor of it, except for the clergy. And and the clergyman was like, okay, cool. I think nobles shouldn't look like taxes either. And everyone voted in favor of that, God too. It. And it was just like, <laughs> fucking got us. Fuck. It was just like a crazy night of everyone being like, fuck everything. We don't care anymore. Yeah. No one can do anything anymore. Which is great. We should, we should all do that. Yeah. One day a year, we should have a purge style thing where everything yes. goes. And as long as you get enough votes for whatever the thing you want is, yeah. <laughs> Although that could backfire instantly, so maybe not. Oh, of course. Super down for No, no. The best system is one where I'm in charge, and what I say goes. Um, Actually, that's my policy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I 
I feel like Marcus, this isn't a good idea because you and I agree too much. We we will be too much on the same page with shit. Interesting. Hmm. I have a friend whose political belief is that whenever he is in a room or a place, everyone should do whatever the fuck he wants. But as soon as he leaves, they can go back to doing whatever the hell they want. As long as he is not involved in it in any way and everyone caters to his every will. Wow. And there's no that name for this system just yet, but I'm sure there will be soon. No, there's a there's a name for the for the philosophical ideology of subscribes to, which is solipsism, which is I'm the only person that's real, and everyone else is a fake little NPC in my head. That is, and I am God. And that explains that yeah. That wraps it up pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, a lot of folks think that way, I believe. That <laughs> there's the only real person in the world. The uh, protagonist syndrome. Yeah. It's pretty common. I feel like it's gotten more common, too. I feel like back a thousand years ago, people have bigger problems to deal with than am I the protagonist of reality, you know? <laughs> well, the thing is, ever since we've got, like, Twitter and Facebook, people watch a video where there's someone and, you know, they're standing up for the crowd of people and everyone's like, yes, this guy's so cool. Everyone wants to be that person. But what they don't realize is that most people are not very well-spoken and also... Most people are pretty shitty and have pretty shitty beliefs. And when they stand up for themselves, they just get outed as a fucking idiot. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a very common issue where someone is saying some shit. There's been a million comedy skits on this where it's like, say, yeah, this is a thing we all want, and we all want this too. And that's also good. And here's this very specific thing that I want. And everyone else is like, oh, I don't know about that thing you just said. <laughs> right. yeah. you should, you should, you should stop. Stop all your it's, head. It's that scene in Sorry to Bother You where the guy is like, the union organizer is like, and STDs shouldn't be held against you for having them. Yeah. And everyone's like, <laughs> Crickets. Uh, what? <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> I was like, that's very true. There are, people get very hyper-specific little things they, they focus on too much and, uh, and bring it into their politics, which is always fun to see. Yeah. Um, and you know, I was going to say recently, this made me think of this recently, there was a big, you know, brouhaha about banned books and like certain states banning, uh, books and school libraries and places, public libraries and stuff. And there's always, there's some that have been famously banned before, like Catcher in the Rye and all this stuff. But what most people don't know is that recently the reason this came up is because a lot of schools and districts have been trying, mostly in conservative places, have been trying to ban this book. I believe it's called Gender Queer from being in public libraries because um, it's like a, it's not like a graphic novel, but it has a lot of like, you know, illustrations and such. And it's about, you know, you know being, being queer, you know, having maybe some confusion about your gender. And there's one illustration in it that is of a person giving, like, accurate fellatio to another person. And they're like, well, kids shouldn't be allowed to see that. This shouldn't be in our libraries. And people on the left are like, well, who gives a shit? There's, like, really important stuff in this. And plenty of books that you guys are okay with have fucked up stuff in them, too. So why is, it, why is this a problem? And I saw this one Reddit comment that pissed me off so much because basically we were talking about this. And we were like, yeah, they shouldn't be banning these books. You know, almost every time you ban a book, it makes the book more popular and usually gives it some kind of notoriety on both sides. Like books like freaking, I don't know, Mein Kampf have, you know, they, they, people still want that book for some reason because they're fucking awful. And, but this, this person in the comments was just like, this is why the left can't ever win. You guys aren't willing to give up genderqueer. The right will give up, uh, will give up some books. Okay. You can not ban that one. Um, but because you guys won't give up a book that has fellatio that's for children, um, you're always going to lose, no matter what. You're always going to lose on these banned books. And I just got so pissed off at that that idea of it, because we have, I don't know, a backbone, I guess, that we're, we, we're, we should be losing these arguments. It's so weird to me. Yeah, I don't think that applies when they're about to illegalize abortion again. Yeah. They did it for 40 goddamn years, wouldn't let it go, and they're getting what they want. Maybe being persistent wins. Yeah, that's that's very true. And, I was like, and they're the ones who are calling for this book to be banned. I'm like, they're the ones who are trying to take something away. We just want to keep keep a book that could you know help out a lot of people. I mean, if that's yeah. the case, shouldn't we just ban books that they like? Because like, aren't there stories in the Bible about people having sex with children and shit? Oh, yeah. I mean, and yeah, murder and... 
Yeah. All this other shit. Just ban the Bible. And even Take worse, that. Bill O'Reilly has written narrative books. I mean, boom, go ahead and ban those. For reasons besides uh, their politics, just because they're awful. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's so hard to think of what's a book conservatives love that is an actual honest-to-God book. Like, <laughs> what is it? That requires you to like, read a book. <laughs> I mean, the one I can think of is Starship Troopers, and they haven't even read that. They've it's read a fascist that. book, Yeah, but they haven't even read that. So, I mean... I, keep, I hate to keep picking on Heinlein here, but The Moon is a Harsh Mistress has a lot of, of conservative ideology in it, but again, never read it. They don't know. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. yeah there's oh, I bet they love Harry Potter now. I bet they're like, <laughs> we were always on Harry Potter. That shit's great. I, I think Harry Potter should be banned, and I'll tell you why right now, because <laughs> it creates liberals. All right? We need to get rid of Harry Potter, get it out of the schools, just poisoning children's brains yeah. with liberalism. Not even right, liberals, get them out of here. Creates, like, you know if there's, like, the, there's that whole epidemic or epidemic in big quotes of like disney adults i mm. the harry potter adults are 10 times worse in this house we wizarding world nonsense bullshit yeah i solemnly <laughs> swear that i'm gonna suck my own dick or something like oh, so gosh. stupid i don't even hate harry potter no, i think it's a perfectly fine book in the movie series and i've read the books it's all it's very okay. well written stuff jk rowling's a piece of shit but like mm-hmm. it is like not a lifestyle <laughs> You know? Yes, <laughs> it cannot be the the cornerstone of your personality. And I'm about to say something that's going to make both of you Uh-oh. mad. Uh-oh. Okay. Same thing goes for anime. Okay, next topic. <gasps> oh, absolutely. Uh, Heresy. <laughs> that's absolutely true. But I don't think that Marcus or I uh, does that. We are very conscious of not becoming the anime person. Uh, right, Marcus. Want to speak for yourself on this one? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I haven't watched anime in like a month, so... Wow! Yeah. (laughs) What have you been doing? I've I've literally just been like working and sleeping, because I'm just so tired. (laughs) That capitalist hellhole. Right. Yep. I want it to burn down already. (laughs) Yeah. Go to work, go to sleep, repeat. But there are motherfuckers out there who are like, anime is who I am, man. Yeah. Not gonna lie, but I, I have bought a lot of anime paraphernalia. There, there's a sword over there. There's a sword over there, actually, too. So. How many? Are you a sword guy now? Is that I, your new thing? Listen, I've been a sword guy. You just didn't know I was a sword guy. All right. No, I knew you were a sword guy, but you only had like two swords. The How unseen blade is the deadliest. Marcus will not <laughs> reveal that he's a sword man until he has to. Exactly. It's it's hilarious because I literally started with daggers and like little axes. And I was uh-huh. like, you know what? I've got I've got big boy money so now. So you're gonna have like a halberd? <sighs> yeah. Don't test me. <laughs> I will. You're gonna have that that crazy ass Indian whip sword in your house somewhere? It's gonna be ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just kill your roommate by accident. That's right. Off yeah. self defense. <laughs> Marcus is like, I already have. <laughs> I need him Sir, for we, this month's rent. Okay. <laughs> your Honor, we can't convict this man. He's not mentally competent. He owns at least seventeen swords. That's not. No, no, no grown man would do this. <laughs> Guilty as charged, Your Honor. <laughs> Don't say that, you fucking moron. Oh, oh, you can't right, say that right. in court. <laughs> Two words, not guilty. <laughs> the things Marcus is into now are hilarious. He's into Tamid and incense and swords. Listen, mead is delicious. Okay? Yeah. I feel like you're going, you're going back in time to an earlier version of the world. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, Marcus, you gotta you gotta tell me you gotta tell the listeners and me about mead. What is the what what's the draw to mead? So so the the huge thing about mead is that it's fucking you get the alcohol with honey. So instead of feeding the um, the yeast uh, sugar, you feed it honey. Mm-hmm. And fuck, don't ask me to explain the process. But you know, the, can you please explain the process? I can't. I literally can't do that. <laughs> But it fucking tastes great. It's like a good tasting alcohol, and that's all I've ever wanted in life. <laughs> it's a dangerous thing to have. It is, and I will keep drinking it. Do you have a stein? I do not have a stein, but I do have a, a big-ass fucking... What are these things called? Yeah. If he pulls out a stein, I'm it's gonna laugh. It's not a stein! Oh, okay. That's, a, what's that? that's a called a growler, right? Right, a growler. Yeah. Such strange names. Wow. Basically, if, if, for listeners who don't know what a growler is off the top of their head, if you've ever watched like a cartoon and there's like a bottle that has three X's on it that some guys like, you know, he has like a, 
a big hat on that's torn and he's drinking out of it with one finger, that's a growler. He's probably a hobo with a bindle and everything. Exactly. He's a, he's yeah, he's a, a drifter. You're supposed to like yeah, put it over your arm like that. Exactly. You take like the that. finger and you can just go. Blah, 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 yeah. Blah. Yeah. Oh, and it growls. Exactly. That's why it's a growler. Holy fuck. Yeah, there you I go. Feel like between between mead, incense, and swords, Marcus is trying to become a Viking. <laughs> yeah, Marcus, have you seen the Northmen? I have not seen the Northmen. Oh, it's great. You should see it. First of I all, it's Northmen, but yeah, Northmen. Uh, yeah, there's no S. Like... No, I mean it, they are Norse, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. The Northmen is a really great movie because it supposes the idea of hey, what if Vikings actually were. Uh, dumb murder fuckers who uh, hated everybody around them, and uh, goes with that. It's not. It's not true historically at all, but it is fun to watch on a TV screen. Mm. <laughs> sure, I did enjoy seeing it. I did end up watching uh, the multiverse of madness. <laughs> uh, haven't seen it yet. I thought you were talking about the other other multiverse movie, the better one. Oh, all everything, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, not yet. Yeah. A good movie. Come on. Well, I haven't seen much more of Madness because I was entertaining this weekend, so I couldn't go see it. So yeah. Instead, I have um, to see it later. I'll see it sometime. I'll get to it. Literally, only because of Sam Raimi. That's the only reason. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Got to watch every movie the man makes. <laughs> I went and saw Oz, the Great and Powerful, in theaters. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. That's how much I'm dedicated to watching Sam Raimi's movies. Ancestor of You was bad movie, but loved that James Franco. Never did a thing wrong in his life. Exactly. <laughs> Always loved that James Franco. Yep, he's great. Oh. How is it that James Franco has a brother who is just a smaller version of him? That's insane to me. Yeah. Genetics. It's amazing. That's the thing. There's so many Hemsworth brothers, but they all look a little distinct. Some of them are even yeah. like they, some. Some are like some are like if if you if you had Chris Hemsworth in Photoshop, you could like resize him a little bit, and you'd have Liam. You could make him wide. You would have Luke. Like there's some variations, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The the Fanker brothers. It's just like I think Dave's just a little shorter. I think James just has a couple yeah. inches on him, and that's it. Yeah. Is Dave still okay? Has he been has he been brought up on any kind of charges or anything? As far as I know, Dave's clear. He's still okay. still married to Allison Brie and stuff, so I think maybe he's just trying to live out a, a full life that way. Just hang back a little bit, let that let that play out for a while. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it's not a terrible plan. Yeah. I mean he's married to Allison Brie. He's living the fucking life. Alright. If the first step in your plan um, is marry Allison Brie, then you know. You can you can figure out the rest you as you go. Yeah. A simple plan, uh, if you will. <laughs> a Sam Raimi title. Good job. Damn, Marcus is a genius. Did you do that on purpose? He knows every Sam Raimi movie. No, I did not. I was referring uh, to the band, but oh. hey, I like this as well. Is Dave Franco in that band? Probably. Uh, probably. <laughs> the other day I was sitting outside of a, a brewery eating dumplings. I wasn't at the brewery. I just want to make that known. But from inside of the brewery... I was about to say, what kind of combination place is this? Dumplings and alcohol. From inside of the brewery, I heard a song that I hadn't heard in such a long time. And it was Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous by Good Charlotte. Wow. Do you guys remember back in the early 2000s when there were, like, Simple Plan and, like, Good Charlotte. Like, these were, like, actual... Bands that people listen. Well, Lincoln Park is not even in that category. Don't even start this. <laughs> Same time era. The era, sure. I'm talking about the category of this type of music. Uh, it was like yeah, Simple yeah, Plan yeah, okay. and Good Charlotte had this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I just it, all that came back to me in that one that that one moment. And I remembered. I I realized I still remembered all the lyrics somehow. Mm, um, oh, which I wish I had something better in that spot. Do you remember remember Alien Ant Farm? Remember that fucking band? Yeah. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World, that's a good Three one. Three Doors Down. Well, Three Doors Down. You're always bad on the third. <laughs> the third one, you kind of stray away. I don't, what am I, what, how's that one different? Third, 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 Three Doors Down was more, I don't know, they tried, they were more arena rock, whereas, or they, they tried to be arena rock. They weren't very uh-huh. great at it. But like Alien Ant Farm was, you know, more like something you'd listen to in like your backyard while you're playing like 
like some the Def Jam uh, fighting game. That's like what how <laughs> yeah, I okay. imagine that band being listened to. That game already has some music, but all right. You turn the music down on that game, and you listen oh, to Alien Ant Farm. Gotcha. <laughs> they might Alien have had Ant a song was, in was, that was, game. Alien Ant Farm is a, is a band listening in your backyard while you were doing backyard wrestling. Yeah. The video game backyard wrestling. Video. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Dude, why are you playing Dev Jam outside? I don't understand why you're playing it out in, in the in the wild. It sounds huh? fun. It sounds fun to play games outside. Because then you can be like, hey, I'm outside. You can't say I'm not. <laughs> touching I grass. am touching grass. Yes. I am All touching right. grass while I touch grace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Take your Elden Ring, your PS5 outside and play Elden Ring. Why not? Oh, if you could rig up a power pack and a like enough, I don't know, stuff to keep it all staple. What if you rode a horse around the country while playing Elden Ring? That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> I would like to see, you know, there's, there's probably some YouTubers who have already done this. Like, yeah, probably. You know, I played Elden Ring 50,000 feet under the water. And I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Why? There's just views. There's such hyper specific content these days for like this, I did this weird fucking yeah. thing. You know? That's why I hate there's this weird um, idea around that. Um, movies and music and stuff is worse now because um like especially movies is a good example because it's like oh the average american used to go see more movies in theaters in the 70s and 80s than they do now like americans you know even average families would go once a week once a month whereas now it's a little less and i'm like that's not because movies are worse that's because we don't live in a monoculture anymore there are not shows like, you know, Seinfeld where 76 million people are going to watch it one night. That's just mm-hmm. not going to happen anymore. Like the last, the the end of water cooler television was like Game of Thrones. And man, did Game of Thrones kill it forever. Oh, right. Yeah. Because now there's so much shit to consume. You're, you're not going to find. Marvel movies are like the one thing that like you can at least guarantee that enough people around you will have seen it but they're even they are not like a monoculture where like i work with plenty of people who don't ever watch a marvel movie in their lives like they don't care about them they don't know anything about them like it's not a big thing to them so i just i hate this idea that just because um people aren't seeing a, a one specific thing all the time that it's um it's worse now i just don't don't like that idea i do think movies are worse now but that's for other reasons <laughs> I just think folks have more they have more options for entertainment. Exactly. Movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And like even within movies, like there's plenty like if you're a person who uh doesn't care about movies at all and wants them to die forever, you can just watch movies on streaming at home and never go to a theater. Um yeah. if you and when you go to the theater, you don't have to all you don't have to watch Marvel. You can go watch freaking they're playing freaking your anime movies in there now. Like they're just yeah, right. there's all kinds mm. of things. And like as far as television shows goes, there's so many fucking streaming services and channels and some people get all their entertainment from YouTube. They don't even fucking watch yeah. anything traditional. They just there's watch YouTube TikTok, shit. There's YouTube, there's fucking there's video games or a whole other category exactly. you use your time instead. I mean, exactly. And now with video games, there's of course there's AAA games, but there's so many indie games. You go mm. on Steam or like on the Nintendo store, you will find games you would never even imagine would have been made, but they're just out there. And there and there's somebody playing them. Well, they're not playing fucking Elden Ring. They're playing Firefighter Simulator 2024 because that's what they <laughs> want to play. Oh shit, Smith, we need to play Firefighter Simulator. Oh yeah, we do, don't we? <laughs> Fucking, what was it, Ember? <laughs> Ember, the, oh, the, the, the gig economy firefighting yeah. games? Oh yeah, I've heard of that That's, one. That looks fun. I don't need to play that. Or like, I was, I've, I've been buying uh, manga recently, and there is so much motherfucking manga at just the local, not, not local bookstore, it's, it's the local bookstore, it's books a million, but there's like six fucking shelves of just manga. How much could there possibly be? You know, it's insane. Well, take the number of anime and multiply it by one, because that's how many manga there is. <laughs> and the other shelf, like there are three shelves of just Bibles and spirituality books, and it's like, yeah. how much? What are you talking about? That's why I love that the Bible has like there's like different versions. Mm. There's like the King James and the the fucking ancient Hebrew, and it's like what. Shouldn't you guys Gideon. shouldn't you guys agree on this shit first? Shouldn't that be the first right. step? Is let's agree which one to make. It's actually the opposite. So the first step of any religion is to go ahead and uh, fragment. That's true. 
That's true. We can't have always people in one place. Let's go ahead and make enough right. of them mad at each other. They'll go somewhere else. It's just like leftism. Our first instinct is go ahead and figure out what we can split over and split. Get out of yeah. here. We can't work together. <sighs> we could talk about that for hours. Can... It's hard to be the one guy who's like, listen, listen, I don't care. If you're a weird anarchist, it's fine. We, we need to work together for, 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 before we do anything else. Is get together on this shit we need to do. Yeah. And we can fight afterwards. But if you don't have this one hyper specific thing and be completely passionate about it, some people are like, ah, you're not, you're not part of my movement. I'm like, I want, I want to help. I just yeah. can't focus on every little thing. Like I said, just leave it. Disagreements come, can come later. You know? Exactly. It's like you, you see this in, in some fan communities where people will unite against another, another fandom or something, you know? Yeah. And then fight their own their battles afterwards. Yeah. We need to do that. Like if you're arguing, yeah. who, what's, what's the best anime of all time? Is it Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood or is it Attack on Titan? Those are just a side to, to fight that fight. <laughs> right. I like how the best anime of all time only has two options. Those are the two top ones, aren't they, on, on the current list? They're constantly fighting for number one on myanimelist.com or something? Has, like, has my anime list never seen site? Gurren Lagann? Or Neon Genesis you know Evangelion? Seth- some folks have no taste. Okay. All right, you you know this. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. I liked Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. It's it's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would I would put above Attack on Titan for sure, but it ain't a girl Lagan. You know, yeah, not Evangelion exactly. Which Seth, speak on that because you are currently watching Evangelion. I'm watching for the first time ever Evangelion. Um, my experience with Evangelion is that I've seen the last episode of the television show, thanks to one person on this call. Um, and then I've seen the rebuild, the first two rebuild movies, and I love the rebuild movies. I was like, "Oh, this is really fun!" And I was like, "I wanted to go rewatch them," but then everyone was like, "Oh, you should have just watched the whole show." So I'm like, "I'll do it." And it's really good. The intro is—I'm not sure if this is controversial opinion. It's the best anime intro of all time. I don't—I'm not sure if that's. That's going to get me banned from my anime list forums or something. <laughs> but it's the best one. Every time it comes on, I'll just start grooving. Um, and it's, uh, I think it's weird because it's probably the funniest show I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> There's so many moments where I just, like, the main character is just the most, what is a good word for this, for the Shinji? He is so, he's such a sad boy. That is, that is such a good He's so sad. His he doesn't even know. I just watched an episode where he was like, everyone is like trying to like hold his hand because he's about to see his dad. They're not about to go on a mission or have a big emotional talk. He's just about to see his dad, and they're all like, "You can do this, Shinji. You can be in the same room as your dad. Um, it is possible." And he's just like, "I don't think I can do it." There's a point where he's like, "I don't think I'm gonna go. I can't see my own father." And that's just hilarious to me. And then, yeah, there's... I think that the show has an interesting... Kind of like, you're either this person or this person. Because if you look at the the girls that Shinji... The girls in his life, I think you can be like, oh, are you more of an Asuka or a Rei Ayanami? That kind of tells a lot about you, you know? I've been Mm -hmm. thinking about that a lot. Um, And then there you have Katsuragi, who is the funniest character ever she's it's just fucking she drinks 30 beers when she gets home from work which is the most uh millennial anti-capitalist thing i could think of <laughs> just get as drunk as possible go to sleep and do it all again mike marcus with his mead you're basically katsuragi mm, i made it <laughs> purple hair and short shorts well i've already got the short shorts so Marcus is like, I'm almost out of head. I don't even wear pants anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a common occurrence in her apartment is no no clothes on for people. Yeah. But that's Uh, how I feel about Evangelion. Um, I just got to episode 16. So I've got 10 episodes left in the show. And then obviously there's the movie after the show and then the rebuild movies. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, But do not ask me to ever watch any more anime. <laughs> I got I got, I got a list of things as long as your arm that you can watch that I think you would enjoy <clears throat> if you just give them a chance. Like Full Metal Alchemist is very good. It's, it's a good, it's a great show. I do want to watch uh, Ranking of Kings. Yeah. I've heard that's really good. 
Um, it's on a, a lot of like best of the year so far lists, so I do want to check that one out. I remember when I was watching uh, Evangelion with you over the weekend, um, uh, Borat voice, your wife had complaints about the treatment of female characters in Evangelion, mm-hmm. uh, specifically how horny it is. Mm-hmm. And I tried to explain to her at one point, because there's spoilers and all that I won't get into because you were going to watch the rest of it and she's not going to care about this. But this is not really spoilers to say this, is that Shinji's a 14-year-old boy and Anno was writing it from the perspective of a 14-year-old boy, you know, his own experience, you know, in his life. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that as if you are a straight 14-year-old boy, the world's kind of a horny prison for you. It's just like there's 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 horniness everywhere and you can't escape it. And I think the show was trying to sublimate that into being like this is how weird shit was to be that age, you know, in that in that world. Yeah. Right. It, kind of doesn't translate i guess to a modern day context but i think for a product of its time it it is definitely uh what it is for sure yeah (laughs) so anime (laughs) anime um is a thing yeah but yeah it's it's Uh, good enough yeah i think all i was gonna say was that um (laughs) at least from the few like mecha shows i've seen like (laughs) young young horny pilot seems to be the trope they use a lot because what, what's the one with the zero two smith come on man don't do this to me <laughs> you you have a, you're you look at your face you little fucker what's, you're like what's, what's that one called that one character you know full well what it is <laughs> you fuck with me all right you little piece <laughs> of shit I, I know you're fucking steez all right <laughs> don't, don't you try and play with me what show is this air gear <laughs> oh god <laughs> It's not air gear. Thank God it's not air gear. The only show that I ever got my nipples twisted over. (laughs) Air gear. Purple nurpled over a fucking anime. God almighty. Um, What show are you talking about though? Air gear. (laughs) No, it's not air gear. Don't you put that evil on air gear. It's Darling in the Franks. Darling Spell with two X's on Franks. Is it like a just you know, thing? you know what, Seth? You just Google Darling the Franks cockpit and you tell me what you fucking see. <laughs> Alright? You tell me what you see in the cockpit on those fucking giant robots. Okay. I, I, I saw, We're gonna vamp. I looked it up on Marcus, IMDb. That doesn't show many cockpit photos. You need you be punished for this, Marcus. You fucking me? monster. What did I <laughs> you the one that brought it up. I'm just an in- innocent anime watcher. Oh uh, yeah, that's you're so innocent. I don't know if I'm looking at the correct image here, but it looks like it's like a doggy style type. Um, you are correct, sir. <laughs> scenario. Indeed. Now, now, how do you feel about that, Seth? Uh, if I'm so, let me say is. Is this like a robot that takes two people to pilot and one of them is it does. The, the girl who's yeah. in submission? Mm-hmm. Um, that is weird. I feel like you could have come up with a better concept for a cop. I mean, could have. Pacific Rim has two people mm, yeah. controlling it. And they, that was a pretty good scenario. You're both just standing up and moving your body normally. <laughs> yeah. Um, Interesting. In this world, did these robots like were they sent down from the heavens, or did humans design them? <laughs> like, did we like find them, or did we design them? I like how you're trying so hard to give us an out on this one, Seth. <laughs> but no, they were designed this way. Uh, wow. Well, that they is also uh, the robots. The robots, by the way, Seth, look like ugly anime girls. Yeah, I just looked at one that has like big, weird, big titties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's all bad, all the way down. It's just a bad show for bad people. Wow. Made by, made by, made by the guys who made Gurren Lagann and Evangelion. Unfortunately. Wait, the same guys made Evangelion and Gurren Lagann. Well, the same company made them. Oh, I, not the same people, but the same company. Okay. Yeah, don't put that evil on them. No, no, no. They moved on, I believe, at that point. So, yeah. That's. I hate that Marcus has done this to us. <laughs> At least, I can't believe you've done this. (laughs) 
At least you didn't fucking say Eureka 7. God damn. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Eureka 7. You go to hell! <laughs> I you fucking bastard. Oh, fucking I'll put you into a, I'll put you into a box. <laughs> throw your ass into a fire, you piece of shit. It's Eureka. Oh. That's how that word is pronounced in America. <laughs> and that show was 50 episodes of awful. <laughs> and I watched all of them. <laughs> I even watched a movie that made no fucking sense. What, did you watch Erica 1 through 6 first? <laughs> I will leave this call. <laughs> I will leave you two to do it like by yourselves. Uh, how dare you threaten us with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure, go ahead. Have it. Do, 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 do the podcast. Okay. Um, so, Marcus... Do you still play Genshin Impact? You know I still play Genshin Impact. How regular? Is it still a daily or is it... It's still a daily thing. But wow. honestly, I feel a bit less passionate about it. Wow, you've lost your fire for Genshin Impact. <sighs> it's, it, it hurts, but it's true. I've been, I've been pushing on for a long time. They did release the chasm and like some new things to get me all excited, but yeah... It's, it's not it's not doing it for me, man. It's not doing it. So is there like a lack of... So th- the loop, I'm assuming, for this game is to like go in, do daily challenges, and then throughout the daily challenges, you're like, fuck, I wish I had a different waifu for this daily challenge. <laughs> you buy some packs. You possibly get a new waifu, but possibly don't. Mm-hmm. Are there... Is this like an MMO? Like, are there like raids and stuff? Or... No. We, Genshin has like weekly events so there okay. are like a few bosses on the map that after you kill them you have to wait until next Monday for them to respawn and get their wow. whatever but the thing that people are grinding the most is enhancement shit so your characters got fucking abilities and weapons and armor most of your time is spent perfecting those three things and getting them to max level. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you want to get more characters by spending money, right? Right. But you can also spend money to fire fucking weapons. And if you get multiple of the same character, that character will unlock special abilities. Man, you sound <sighs> so so pleased with this game. I, I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy it. But damn, if it's like... Mm, well, it's like it's everything. Cool. The people who like something the most are the ones who also hate it the most. True. Like, my, the best... The, the people who play Dark Souls on Elden Ring every day and like do PvP, they fucking hate it. They complain <laughs> all the time. They love it. I love League of Legends, and I understand everything that's wrong with that game. And I understand how fucking tilted I get when I play that stupid piece-of-shit game every time but i've still i played three games today like i'm just i play it all the time i play it with friends i play it by myself i fucking love the game but god if it's not just the fucking worst game in the world <laughs> god i haven't played like actual league in forever i have been constantly playing tft though that's, yeah because you don't play it right you just like you just start the game and then walk away and let yeah, it yeah you start it up you get your people you get your augments and shit <laughs> and then you just go do something else. Yeah, I got pizza here. I'll go okay. make some tea. <laughs> what, third place? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Marcus. This guy goes on and on about a bunch of random stuff nobody cares about. But if you had to recommend me one anime based on who I am and what you think I would like, mm. which one do you which one would you go with? One. One anime. I need a man. Of culture, class, and knowledge. Oh. Oh, Remember that I don't like them pressure. too long. So nothing like that's... One Piece. You know, right. a good 20-some-odd episodes. Maybe more if it's a really good story. That's why like, I kind of tapped out on Attack on Titan. I'm like, there's too many episodes now. God. I watched the first yes. season and I was like, there's more? <sighs> the story's pretty damn good. <laughs> well, I've been 
I've been spoiled on the story a little bit. Oh, okay. And I gotta say, it's not great. Maybe the stuff before I got spoiled was good. Because uh, Smith told me some stuff about it that was uh, very, very choice. Let me say that. So you know me. I like I like if it's got robots, that's a plus, but I don't have to watch a robot one. I'm I'm not like against the other types of anime there are. I do not like the Love is War show. That show pisses me the hell off. <laughs> I can't it makes me way too anxious. It's like the Safty brothers have nothing on the people who made this show. Because I've Uncut Gems is a walk in the park compared to one episode of Love is War. <laughs> it's, it's, it is high stakes game. And I, he told me there's more. There's like there's like 30 episodes and they're still doing the Love is War stick. Like, yeah. how is that? That makes me just that number makes me so anxious. God. Okay. Okay. So. All right. Hit me with it. No, no. Okay. Oh. So there is one I want to suggest to you, but I haven't seen it myself yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? What makes you think I would like it, despite you not having seen it? Because one, I've I've heard good things about it. Okay. There are robots in it. I love that. But I. Mm, I'm trying. I'm trying to suggest you something that I have seen. Okay. Well, what's the name of the one you haven't seen? The name of one. Is it not in front of you? I um. I've literally been looking for it for the last five minutes, and it's. I have to get. I have to get it to you later. Because goddamn it, I put it in a list so I can fucking watch it. Do Dad Smith seen it? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, oh, here okay, we go. Okay, okay. It's called VV Fluorite Eye Song. VV Fluorite Eye Song? Yes. Uh, Ghost from Beyond Smith, have you seen this show? I've seen one episode. And? Do you think Smith so will like it? I think Smith will be interested in it for sure. Ooh. Okay, okay. But I'm thinking about something I would like, you know, mm-hmm. like something like, like One Punch Man that I, I was really, right. really into. One Punch is really fun. Yeah. You just think I should just I watch mean, One Punch really, again? I mean, it's pretty good. Have you seen Mob Psycho 100? That I watched. I've seen the first three episodes and I feel bad that I haven't watched more because I funny thing was I enjoyed every episode I watched, but then I just didn't go back to it for some reason. That seems to be the one that's going to be a hit with me. Yeah. I feel it's, like I just yeah. haven't come around to it just yet. But. It's literally written by the same dude. You'll fucking yeah. <laughs> and I heard One Punch Man season two was uh, a departure in a way, right? In anime form, yes. Like if you read the manga, it it keeps hitting. I love the manga. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not gonna do that. So. <sighs> You can't be that upset, Marcus. I mean, I, I understand. <laughs> you I was going to. I understand. I'm just like, man. There's so much good shit. I'll read the manga if you read a book. <laughs> pick, pick me a book to read. Okay, there we go. Smith? The Way of Kings. Oh, man. The Way of Kings. What's the longest book you've ever read, Marcus? Um, fuck, the longest book I ever read. I mean, I read up to the fifth book in Harry Potter. Okay, they get to be decently sized around that point. The Way of Kings is around 1,100 pages. But, let me tell you this. It's an 1,100 page anime. And guess (laughs) what? There's four of them. And six more on the way. Oh, shit. It's a shonen anime, basically. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. You would love it. It's got it's got all the trappings of a of a great anime. Okay. 
A lot of folks complain about uh, Sanderson stuff being too anime, and I'm like, I nom 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 nom. Yeah, that's <laughs> good to me. All right, Smith, you can come back. You've been begging. You can come back onto the podcast. Okay, yeah, 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 we're letting yeah. you back in. <laughs> you did a good job. I'm proud of you. Thanks, yeah, I, I love the part where I asked Marcus a question and he was like, ah, mm, ah, ah, for like five minutes. <laughs> here's a here's a question though, Marcus. Yeah. Gun to your head. Favorite anime? What is it? Uh, fully color. Wow, that's a good choice. Yeah. Like, Damn, that's strong. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like, I love it. It's short, it's sweet, it's still amazing through the six episodes it has. Like The only six. That's all there's only six episodes of Fully Cooley. There's no <laughs> more six, than that. Six episodes. <laughs> there's definitely not more Fully Cooley that came out that we all that's definitely right. saw and loved. That's Wait, right. is there a I'm not in on this. Was there did they really make more Fully Cooley? There is Fully Cooley alternative. Yep. Mm. I'm assuming it was not well received. You did not like it. Okay. Like I feel like I need to finish it just to give it a fair shake, but I'm just like, oh man, that first episode was so. Mm. Also, I don't know. I don't. I don't think Seth would actually like this anime, but he should fucking watch Nietzsche Joe. Yes. <laughs> I don't think he would like it, but you should watch it. You should, because you would learn to love it, you little bastard. <laughs> Nishijo, maybe we'll see. Or Azumanga Dio, that show rules as well. <laughs> bangers, bangers. All yeah, them. yeah. Sometimes things. So the, as, oh my God, Marcus. Asobi Asobasi. Yes. <laughs> There's no, unfortunately, no English dub of this, but it is fucking funny as shit. It's, it's absurdist humor. It's so good. It's three idiotic schoolgirls who get into all kinds of hijinks, and the world sometimes makes sense, and other times does not, and it's great. I love yeah. it. Uh, Smith, have you seen uh, Aho Girl? I have not. Is that good? <laughs> it's it's on the same level of stupid as the other ones. Okay, all right. Pro- probably less uh, graceful, but... Less graceful. Mm, what does that mean? Watch, watch the first episode. You'll just, okay. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. That's promising. I imagine the characters just trip over themselves all the time. They just can barely keep their feet on the ground. A little, little bit worse than that. <laughs> it's a common anime trope. They trip over their long penises. <laughs> That's a hentai trope, sir. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now, so if you want hentai, as Marcus can give you all kinds of recommendations. Um, I, don't, don't say that. I think I'm good. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You sound like a terrible degenerate. Speaking of hentai anime and stuff, Smith, didn't you have an interesting run-in pretty recently oh, no, with a with a, a manga aficionado? I did. So I told you all that I'm I'm getting into buying manga, and I was in the manga section. Actually, you know what? I had I was actually looking at the comp books. I had my back turned to manga for a second, checking out the American comp books for a second. Mm-hmm. But this guy just knew that I was apparently one of his his people. And he he wanders up to me with his girlfriend. They're holding hands. I hope it's his girlfriend. Um, and he just he says to me, Hey man, I don't want this to sound too weird, but it's getting really hard to get hentai these days. <laughs> and I was like, uh, sh- what what do you mean exactly? He says, Well, first of all, they don't really have it, and when they do, you can't get into it. He pulls this this manga off the shelf called World's End Harem, and it's wrapped in plastic because I assume there are boobies in there. And mm. he then puts it back on the shelf and just says, "You know, it's a, it's a damn shame or whatever." And I said, "Well, that's what the internet is for." And he looks at me and he says, "The internet gets too wild sometimes." <laughs> and he walked away. I never saw him again. I love the duality of a man who would walk up to someone and say, man, it's getting hard to find hentai. And then when you give him the obvious option of the internet, he's like, whoa, calm down, buddy. We're in a public place right now. The internet? Oh my, there's freaks on there. Right. It was a very... Go ahead, Marcus. Um, no, I was just going to say, because I know World's End Harem is just, oh... A lot of the dudes are dead. There's only like six dudes alive and they have to repopulate the planet. And there are plenty of willing women to do so. That's like the premise of the, yeah, the right. show. I'm like, alright. I mean, apparently there's some like underlying 
secret shit, but you know, I don't care enough to <laughs> to watch it or read it. But I'm like, I'm I wondering think, what wild shit has deterred this man from the internet. <laughs> I mean, I've seen some stuff that made me question humanity as a as a as a, a choice. Uh, but you can avoid that. You figure out where it is pretty quickly. You can get away from that if you want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, this this whole this whole this whole premise this this why the last man bullshit. Oh, there's one guy left. It's time to fuck uh, back to uh, human uh, civilization. Um. I think I've showed both of you the movie A Boy and His Dog, right? Yeah. With a young Don Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In that movie, do you remember what happens when he, when he comes across the underground post-pop civilization that's trying to repopulate? And they're like, welcome. Yes, we'd love to have you create babies with our women. No. No. They hook him up to a goddamn machine that sucks the semen out of his balls. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> Artificially inseminate the, the women. Way, I see. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, if this actually went down, that's what your ass would be doing all day is getting your fucking your, your semen pumped out through a goddamn machine to impregnate people. Also, five dudes is not enough. I'm sorry. You can't bring everybody <laughs> back with five dudes. You better hope to fucking God they're more than one different race of guys because holy shit, you're yeah. here for a bad day. Uh, but yeah, so that was my encounter at, at the local books. You two both, what are you, what's going on here? You both, you both see something that's interesting, apparently. I was oh, just looking at my freaking waveform. Oh, wow. Also, I am also looking at my waveform, yeah. Is there something happening there I don't think about? Marcus is looking at his waveform. What are you talking about? <laughs> waveform is what I live for. You didn't say that very convincingly. Are you Googling hentai right now? No. He's like, I'm not Googling it, it's on my hard drive. <laughs> I'm Googling myself. Um, <laughs> Trying to find this perfect uh, anime on there? Yes, that's, that's what I'm doing. Mm. I th- personally, I think it says you should watch Akudama Drive, because that show fucking rips. I watched the first episode with you. Yeah, and it was good. it was good. But I have high standards, so high standards. I'll, I'll, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> I mean, you are watching Evangelion, which is pretty pretty high bar to set for good anime. I love all of the the cost saving measures they take in anime, like <laughs> cover the mouth with a piece of paper. Two people, <laughs> just, you just show their backs while they're talking to each other, really far away, so you don't have to draw like one extra little thing each time. Loud ass cicadas! Oh my <laughs> god, they are so fucking loud. If that's what it's like to live in Japan, I feel bad for every Japanese person during summer. It is so loud. Yeah. It drowns out the dialogue. I feel like I'm watching Tenet or something. <laughs> at least at least you don't see Shinji saying, like, unintelligible or whatever. Yeah, at the bottom of the that'd be great. The titles. Um, yeah, the cicadas are definitely a choice, because we have them here, too, and you hear them sometimes, but ours are not nearly that loud yeah. or numerous, I guess. And we watched Summer Wars over the weekend, and I heard them in Summer Wars, too. And I'm like, mm-hmm. obviously this is an authentic thing in Japan. And Summer Wars, I would say, the, the audio engineer there was a lot less enthusiastic about the cicadas as the ones in mm-hmm. Evangelion, because they were a little muted. I heard them, but I could hear other stuff, too. I could hear my own thoughts, which was important. Mm-hmm. You know the the giant bomb Jeff Gersman meme where he's like bigger, yeah, bigger. When they're playing Mario Party, it's just that anos in the sound in the sound booth. Yeah, waveform, <laughs> bigger, more, bigger. That's what Marcus is looking at the cicada waveform. He's like, God damn, this thing is glorious, <laughs> massive. Ugh. Yeah, here's the thing. People always say, Hey, do you want to go to Japan? Do you want to go to Japan? Fuck, do not want to go to Japan. First of all, tickets are incredibly expensive, and second of all, they don't want my white ass there. I mean, we're near your fucking country. I've, I've read things that Japanese people think about us, and it's all true and justified. Yep. We should not go there. Yeah. Stay they the fuck out of the country. Sometimes, literally. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Marcus is like, I'm buying a ticket today. <laughs> I bought a ticket yesterday. Oh. Keep up. Keep up, buddy. Wow. <laughs> all right, boys. Is this an episode of the podcast? Is it? We did it. Are you waving the white flag? Waving a white flag. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, uh, before we go, I guess, we kind of talked about a little bit what we're doing and everything. Uh, I, I'll go real quick and just say I am currently uh, uh, playing Fire Emblem Three Houses and watching anime like Spy X Family, which is still good. Nice. 
I as yeah. mentioned the whole podcast, I'm currently watching Evangelion, which is uh, really good. And also, if you're looking for a great movie, one of the best movies maybe ever <laughs> to watch at home, uh, The Handmaiden, directed by Park Chan-wook. Uh, it's from 2016. It's an incredible movie. I watched it recently, and I fucking love it, and I think about it all the time because it's so good. Marcus, you would love it. Oh, Handmaiden. Okay. Um... I have been playing the uh, the trifecta of Vampire Survivors. Hell yeah. The Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Hell yeah. And 200 hours into Elden Ring. <laughs> nice. <laughs> one safe hour. Have you started a new one already? I already started a new one. Nice. I, oof, lord. Like, the starting bosses were easier, but, like, after you pass Renala, it's the same shit. It's just like, god damn it. Yeah. I'm, I'm struggling with Malekith again. But, uh, oh boy. Oh boy. I'm trying to get the uh, Frenzied Flame ending. Uh-huh. How'd you want to do that? That's the bad ending. I don't know. It sounds pretty good, you know? Burn it down. Okay. Burn it all. Well, uh, this has been the Illennials Podcast. I'm a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MCSurf. I'm Seth. You can find me in the things that I write on indistinct-shatter.io. I just posted a uh, blog post about viewing every movie I saw in April. And uh, Marcus, you can find me on Instagram at MrBeaches. I also occasionally do art for the podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell, who has hit Twitch affiliate, and you can officially subscribe to his stream if you want to. Um, he streams at the Ben Powell, um, still doing a fair amount of Elden Ring and other games uh, when he has time. Nice. Uh, you can lead horse water, but you can't even get under it. Uh, fuck that one anime with the doggy style robots. <laughs> Darling, I'm afraid. Capitalism is the cause of all your problems. Uh, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and are trying to outlive them. And from Tokyo 1 to Tokyo 3, this has been the Podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.